All right, this is Randalicious, and welcome to Hex's podcast number 43. So for those of you guys who are in the Twitch chat, if you put in the chat dollar sign submit and then a topic, we'll collect some of those and answer them at the end. If you're watching a YouTube video of this, check out the description in there. There's going to be a link to where you can submit a topic for the 44th Hex's podcast. Now let's get it going. I'm Randalicious, and I'm the leader of Hexus. I'm Aubrey, working on rank 1 stored HP. I'm Ace Too Cool, and I'm a staking addict. I'm Abra, and I'm waiting on my animated sapling. Matzo, not American. I am Pause, soon to be Max free to play. Yep, yeah, yeah, five out of six Americans, that's what I'm talking about. Alright, so the first thing that we're going to be talking about here is the timeline of updates in old school versus the timeline of updates from RS3. So what do you guys think about the rate at which old school has been progressing in comparison to what RS3 did? Was there anything that stuck out to you the most? Uh, for me, I noticed that a lot of um, game changers were added to the live game before um, like in 2008, or summoning already was there. Uh, free trade was removed. DMI was added in 2007, uh, Purple Beast 2008, Wars 2009, I mean, there's a lot of game-changing, very big updates that came on early, and if you look at um, old school, yeah, old school, there hasn't been a lot of game-changing uh, updates, uh, besides, like, uh, Grand Exchange, Zulra, um, uh, God Wars Dungeon, Dizable. Yeah, it's not really game changing. Sl but Slayer it's, Task it's, System. Yeah, Slayer, so yeah. But, I mean, that's more. Uh, well, it's different from RS3 because they have a lot of, uh, like, Frost Dragons and shit like that. Uh, was very good for prayer. Ancient effigies completely ruined runecrafting. Uh, dungeoneering. Well, yeah. No comment on that. Bonus XP weekend in 2010. All that kinds of shit is just, just different. You didn't mention Zaya at all when you're talking about... <laughs> well, I mean, the only thing that really... Well, it's for rune good for runecraft, runecrafting and um, player, but yeah. Other than that, it's not really anything. Iron Man farming. All right, what about you, Aubrey? Anything stick out? Well, it was interesting to look at because if if right now, like, if we started playing RuneScape in two thousand seven, and then like we we're playing the game back then and gotten to this point three years later we would have chaotix overloads turmoil uh effigies cmi like all this crazy shit that was like so game changing and in comparison to old school like old school has been devalued by quite a bit like just time wise too uh but so much just like to such a lesser extent and it's good to see you know that there's definitely a lot more concern about like game balancing and stuff, and there was back then, they didn't really take into account the community feedback very much at all back then. They kind of like 
did updates. They didn't really talk about updates before they happened. They just did it, and then if people complained a ridiculous amount, they might change things. And that was pretty much it. So we're definitely better off than like if, if you you know want a long term balanced game playing old school than you would have been back then, which is nice. You know, for me, the biggest thing that kind of sticks out is how little updates that we had the first six, seven, six, seven months of the game. You know, with the the first big update being Nightmare Zone. Uh, you know, it. I I guess I really did forget that the only the first six months all we did get was like quality of life kind of updates. Uh, after that, yeah. those like um, you know, like since Nightmare Zone though, we've gotten a quite a steady amount of big content that's been released however so it does kind of look a little bit similar i mean it is obviously much less in terms of frequency of big updates like that but uh we certainly have kind of got the ball rolling you know it's kind of like a you know you, you, who's <laughs> fucking home who has a home phone in 2016 <laughs> whose shit was that was that pause? It was pause. It was pause. Fucking hell! <laughs> Fucking pause. I think I was gonna say, uh, you know, it's like it's like a snowball effect. Roll a little snowball down a hill. It takes a while to get going, but then it just really fucking picks up and i think we're kind of having the, like a snowball effect going on <laughs> what about you home phone <laughs> i uh i think the rate at which it's changing right now is fine but um like how they're making afk updates like nightmare zone and uh they are runecrafting, Redwoods, uh, whatever else. I, I'm not exactly sure if um, the catacombs are very AFK if you're playing efficiently, but I guess you could technically AFK those pretty well. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of devaluing skills that it's changing at an okay pace. Alright, so another thing that... so. The Last Man Standing beta has been opened up, and it's been opened up to all players. So, have any of you guys tried out the beta at all? No. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did one game, and I couldn't find anything in the chest and got killed, so... Okay, I've, experience, man. I have not, but I've watched a bit of streams. Looks okay. Uh, I, I've done probably like 10, 15, I'll say around like 10 games, a lot of friends. Um, well then I guess if you guys really haven't done it, I don't know, uh, how qualified you are to answer uh, the next question though, which is, you know, do you think that they should kind of remove how heavy the RNG factor is in Last Man Standing with, uh, looting crates? Like if you don't get gear worth a damn, pretty much shit out of luck. Do you think that they should kind of try to balance that out? Yeah, uh, I I saw something in it with like vending. I have no idea what that's about, but uh, they definitely should do something about that. What Randy said. Oh, I mean, that kind of is a fix already. Yeah. I'm gonna give this one a solid yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my bad. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
were you going to okay, say something? I, I, yeah, I, I guess yes, because um, it's a little unfair. If you get like really unlucky, you're kind of screwed. You just lose money. But at the same time, you know, you, you got to remember that it's a mini game. If me, like, I don't know if the RNG is that like. I don't think they have to tweak how RNG based it is. I mean, yeah, if the guy next to you gets a rune skim and a fucking like D legs and you get a myth skim and some swordfish and bass, you're gonna fucking die. Like, that's all there is to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could be the best picare in the game, but he's not gonna hit you with a myth skimmy. So. I don't know. It's I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. Like, so there's a few things that I think that they should do to improve it. So I didn't have a chance to play when it was um, multi, or I'm sorry, multi combat. And I think that if it was multi combat, that might be a little bit more fun than what it was. I don't think that the old school RuneScape combat system is really. I don't know. It just doesn't really feel too fun while playing it you know a game like h1z1 which is the exact copy uh like last man standing is a copy of that i feel like that is done a whole lot better than last man standing here in old school the combat system is just little little too weird for the game mode i think you know way too slow paced as well a uh, few improvements i think they should do is you know give better fucking like give better gear you know what i'm saying like you can't be using myth skims and addy skins like that shit's not gonna fly when you're fighting against someone with 99 defense and i mean there's there's a lot of potential for the game mode but i'm just not really a big fan so far that's actually something that they've said they're gonna probably be doing is removing the lower tiered and reducing defense to 70. Yeah, like, the defense is way too high to have such shit weapons. You know, maybe maybe having... Yeah, maybe having lower defense would be a lot better way of having yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah they, they should add vehicles, grenades, and guns. <laughs> that would, defini that yeah, would gotta, definitely make, make it a lot more far. fun. Anyways, um, you mentioned multi-combats. Uh, that was changed, you know, to avoid kind of clan man mode. But now it seems that people are kind of just stalling it out at the ends of games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've I've done on two separate occasions. I've made it to the final two, and each time that that's happened, the game has just ended while me and the other guy were fighting. Uh, Wilson and I were fighting each other earlier. The earlier today, so we were. I was on my alt, and I was I was woodcutting on my main, and uh, like I was attacking one of those uh, wild dogs, and then Wilson attacked me, and I was like, oh, 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 it's Randy, it's Randy, it's Randy, and you know he he got off. Uh, thanks for that. Um, and then we uh, just ended up going to the safe spot, and there was like six, eight people left, and we ended up fighting it down, and it got to be me and him at the end, and we just ran out of time. I. The time limit to me, I don't really like that. I feel like it. I'm with single combat. I feel like the 15 minute time limit isn't enough for the normal game. Multi combat, I'm sure those games finish significantly faster. 
right, so let's take a look at content poll number 45 then. So first question we got is, uh, so the mods have always talked about wanting money sinks. Adding in broken armor was one of their ideas of a money sink. But they pulled the ring of wealth, picking up all coins for players. What do you think about this uh, buff to the ring of wealth? Um. Yeah, um, money sink is always great, but um, I don't know. It would have to be in multiple uh, updates, though. Um, maybe yeah. I know a lot of people suggested. Um, like fees for the new dungeon, shit like that, which is not possible. But if they would implement um more entry fees for shit in the future, that would probably be well, clan. Uh, I mean, clan. What's it called? The uh, last man standing. You have to pay money for that, right? Well, there's a casual and a competitive. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I voted no for the Ring of Wealth thingy, but, um, yeah, just because of the extra amount of money coming into the game, and it automatically goes through your inventory as well. I don't know, is it, is it passing right now? Oh, yeah. It is. Well, I, I guess if, if you're using a, wait, would you, would you be, you have to equip it, or? Mean, yeah, you would, are you talking about like a ring switch? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, I don't really think that just having. Uh, I actually, how? What's a what's a average coin drop you think from like Slayer monsters? Um, uh, a couple hundred coins, maybe not too yeah. much, but you know that's definitely something that's gonna add up. I guess, but like, on uh, I remember one of the Q and As they said that. Even like from the Karamja shop, from all that, uh, when it was Easy Diary, it still wouldn't even really affect the economy. So I don't really think that um, everybody or this is going to affect the economy that badly if it's just picking up coin drops, to be honest. I think it would because of the fact that you, if you don't have to wield the ring, if it just stays in your inventory and uh, it picks you up will the coins. Have to wield it. Well, then there's then there's really no point for the ring because you're just gonna ring switch. You just switch it after final hit every time. I mean, I guess that could work. It could. Oh, like... he's gonna do that. All right, yeah, all right now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, how about for how about for the player that you know they do Slayer and uh, D skim a fighter torso and D legs. You know they don't they're not slaying with a berserker ring. They're gonna use a ring of wealth. This is you know, like, people are like ten hours a week, though. Yeah, that's not really gonna have an effect. But on there's the game. a lot of those people. I don't think it's gonna have a noticeable effect. Yeah, I don't. I don't that. see it being that bad. I mean, if the ring is just gonna send your inventory and it's gonna act like the bone prayer thing, I forgot what that was called. Went blank. Bone, bone crusher. Bone crusher. Yeah, that. It would make a big impact, because you're probably talking about like 300 mil at least would probably come into the game every day just by useless drop, at minimum. Because that's only like 1 million coin drops, and there's at least like, you would think 1 million monsters killed a day between everybody doing Slayer that would drop coins. 
I I don't know. Yeah, that's no, a I really, lot. I really don't see it like making any noticeable impact on things. The vast yeah, so majority of people I doing many is. hours of Slayer aren't gonna use it. Cause I guess that's pretty much the conclusion that it's not really gonna be that's impactful, but at the same time it's kind of weird that it's contradictory to previous statements. I don't know, yeah, like, they're they're always really excited about adding in gold. I, I just think the, the principle of, like, always wanting to add in a gold sink, but then adding in something like this really contradicts a lot of things that they like doing by adding in gold sink. So, for that reason, I just don't really like it. Oh, and speaking of gold sinks, uh, how they have some that one thing, I don't remember what it was, uh, coming with the new player on house stuff, it, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't just make a literal gold sink that they've joked about. That would have been better than the fucking coin yeah. table or whatever yeah, it is. It's literally yeah. just like a pile of coins on a table. You know, that, that, yeah, yeah that's better than the hundred, yeah, absolutely, that's, you know, I never even thought about that before throughout the entire time that they were talking about adding in uh, construction. An actual gold sink would be pretty cool to have in your kitchen. They also joked <laughs> about a dragonstone sink once. Well, let's see if uh, we can control the game enough to see if we can get an actual gold sink. Alright, but moving on, so this is a hot topic here, boys. So what are your guys' thoughts on the Skilling Pets Batch 2? So with that, it's going to be coming the Thieving, Agility, Runecrafting, and Farming Pets. Uh... You know, what do you think about the pets as a whole? And I guess a side question to that is, do you think farming as a buyable should have been pulled separately from the rest of the group? Yes, I think farming should have been pulled separately because since it's a buyable and they weren't doing buyables, I thought um, it should have definitely been pulled separately. And but thieving agility and runecrafting, it would be cool to, I guess, see the skilling pets for them. Since a lot of people like skilling and they like pets also for just skilling and not for just PVMing, so it like broadens the makes the base even for both sides since there's a lot of PVM pets. And uh I don't know where I was going with this, damn it. <laughs> hit, damn a it. hit a brick fucking wall. I did. It'd be interesting to see um for the courses uh, of agility, like what would be faster if it would be faster to do Sears for um, the pet or instead of doing Artie for the actual pet hunters. Um, for room grafting, it would be nice to see uh, not that not the um, most uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> I'm a bit sick. But um, Two the, brick walls. Yeah. Instead of, if, if it was like Cosmics or uh, lower tiered runes that would be have to be crafted in order to get the rune crafting pet faster. Like that, I don't know. Oh, I, what I was gonna say when I drew that blank was it would be interesting to see what the pets were gonna look like when they came out for all the the skills, the thieving, agility, and oh, yeah, that's... rune crafting. Yeah, that's basically how I am. I'm waiting to see what they look like. Um, to be good, Ghost and West are very good artists. Um, I well, kind well, of have do to... not disrespect West and call him good. That motherfucker is great. <laughs> I'm sorry, great. 
Anyways, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, it's kind of, yeah, I really wish farming could have been pulled separately, although I do want it, but yeah, the price of seeds going up kind of makes me sad, but, uh, oh yeah, and then um, I have to kind of adapt what I do because I want the pets, so like, I'm not going to be doing farming after I finish Hunter. Um, fuck them. Fuck skill pets. I hate <laughs> skill pets. <laughs> and I really wish they would, like, never release ever any more skill pets. Pets are good for PVM. Leave pets for bosses. And fuck skilling pets, especially buyables. This just fucks the economy so bad. But gold sink. It's not really a gold sink. Sorry. Looking at skilling pets, you know, Ronan tweeted out, you know, like, how do you guys feel about uh, buyable pets, you know, like for construction and fire making? And every single comment in the most upvoted comments were, no, we don't want buyable, uh, we don't want buyable skills. And then they came out of nowhere with this farming one, you know, they had talked about a fire making one and a construction one, but I don't know where the Fuck farming came from. That's really shocking. Um, you know, I think if each thing was pulled individually, I don't think that farming would have passed. I feel like the other ones definitely would have passed. You know, thieving. You know, get your little fucking raccoon agility. Maybe a little Grace the dog or like a ninja monkey. Maybe even even that parrot from Brimhaven. And like the hedgehog. And then, and then maybe even like for runecrafting, like one of those abyssal lurkers or leeches, whichever one one of those little fuckers are, that's like those things make sense. Like, what are you going to have for farming? Are you gonna have like a you're gonna have a watermelon just rolling around, following you around? <laughs> like, seriously, guys, what do you? Anyone have any idea on what you think the farming pet could possibly be at this point in time? Maybe I made like a suggestion a that it was like a little <clears throat> mini Groot, you know, kind of like an animated sapling. That's what I mentioned earlier. It could okay. be in pots or not. It it's going to be hopping be around like... in its pot. Right, it, it could be that, <laughs> or it could, just be like free, it could just be free, like an uprooted sapling, like like a tiny ant with like tiny twig limbs. They'll probably do a tool of leprechaun, to be honest. Nah, oh, I don't God, think so. so bad. Yeah, somebody else said that last night about a tool of leprechaun. Someone made a pet. meme about, like, a seed dipper on a string. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, one thing to add to the whole skill pets thing. Like, if you want something to show off because you've done a lot of skilling, you get a fucking skill cape. You don't need a pet for it. That's, like, the oh, biggest geez. thing about it. No, you don't have anything to show off for bosses other than, like, money. And bosses drop things based on RNG all the time, whereas skilling is never based on RNG, or at least not, like, to the same extent. It's like, oh, you might get a chin, you might not. But it's not like, oh, you might get a drop that takes 200 hours or not. Uh, speaking of skilling pets, I did catch my second Chinchampa pet the other day. Uh, I have caught two of them in about 145 mil XP since the release. Uh, it took me about 90 mil to catch this one. So, you know, that well, a good like 600 hours, probably more than that to catch this one. Uh, I did kill it. Rig killed me. And... You know, say no to skilling pets. 
Yeah, uh, I think the thieving and agility go well with the other ones, but uh, in general, I don't like the skilling pets. I think, as uh, Aubrey said, they should stay with PVM. Uh, and I also think runecrafting. I don't like it when you have to. You would have to buy something to be able to get it, because that way it just screws up the economy. So no reason to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, a thieving and agi thieving, agility, and runecrafting aren't really going to hurt any any markets whatsoever. But I mean, farming. How soon is it before we see those 200k each mage and like 100k palm? It's coming. Oh uh, no! Please. It's coming. Farming's so shit now. Farming's gonna be like 14 GP to XP or something like that. Don't tell me to just quit farming. It could be worse. Magic seeds on RS3 back in the day were 330k each. Oh my fuck. Yeah. But don't they also have just like tons of gold injection? Like here, here's 120 rune mace drop. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, one GP in old school is like 5 or 7 or whatever in RS3 still, so yeah. Although that's also kind of due to demand. Yeah, that's Reckless. true. Although there are coming more herbs into the game, I'm guessing. With uh, people doing uh, herb runs for the pet as well. Yeah. Maybe. But the seats will go up then, so... Yeah, doing herb runs might become less profitable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is that opening the door for cheaper herb lore? Sounds we'll good. see. Yeah, they should make it just herbs, like no trees or anything. Plus one to that. Hey, I, I, I'd be okay with a farming pet then if, if, it, if it if trees were not part of it, it'd have my support. When's the last time we had an update that actually made viables better? That's a real Zora. Redwoods. Zora. Redwoods. Yeah, but people have stopped yeah, doing Zolra. Y'all need to go and kill some Zolra. Make Big Snake great again. Prophet Snake. Alright, so Aubrey talked about the uh, skilling pets not making sense. Do you guys think that there's too many pets in the game? You know, like, with these skilling pet ones, we're going to be at 33 pets. Do you think that there's too many? Yes, I think there's too many pets in the game. I feel like since they won't introduce summoning into the game, they're just putting a whole bunch of pets to make it look like we have familiars like running around the game, like the other game. So, and it's like basically just a show-off factor and stuff like that. I think they need to like slow down on it, becoming Pokescape. I know Pokemon Go is pretty big now, but I mean, let's stay away from Pokescape. Yes, we should have one pet for every boss, and that's it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's, you know, when they first started coming out with the pets, it was the original, like, you had, like, the Chaos Ellie, and I, I think the Chaos Ellie was the first one that came out, right? Uh, yeah. And they didn't want it to really be kind of Petscape. But that's really what it's kind of turned into, and I really don't like it. I hope that they, at some point in time, give us a toggle to uh, not see pets. I don't want just too many pets, man. Too many pets. 
I really don't care. I like getting them myself, and other people having pets doesn't bother me. I'm looking forward to the new pets. That's pretty much it. Alright, so uh, we put in the chat, uh, straw poll, is there too many pets in the game? And 73% of people in the chat... What a meme. 73% 73, <laughs> 70, of people think that there are too many pets in the game. Alright, so moving on to the next question is, uh, should Metal Dragons drop noted bar? This is one that's on the content poll. Should Metal Dragons drop noted bars in the Brimhaven dungeon as... A reward for completion of the Elite Karamja Achievement Diary. Now, my question for you guys is, do you think anyone's even going to do this? Uh, do you think it maybe should be a lower tier reward? Do you really see someone with the Elite Rex killing Metal Dragons in there? Not really. Um, I mean, the bars that they drop is iron and steel, and that's it. I mean, not a lot of people use those bars but um maybe if they change it into also noted uh dragon bones that would be a great thing but yeah uh yeah i definitely don't think it should be an elite diary wreck i think it should be hard i mean you see some people on the 2k total world like cutting use at edfoes shit like that like there are people that do things that are inefficient there will be some people that will do this, but not very many. I'm, I just looked at the uh, wiki page, and it's five steel bars, which is 3.4k right now. So it basically adds like, it's basically like getting two dragon bones per kill instead of one. So, like they might be alright, but if you got 91 RC, you're gonna be doing nicer than that if you want money. Yeah, I think Don't it should know, be how hard. Long would, how long would <laughs> oh, it take yeah, to, yeah. to walk there from the entrance? Forgot, yeah, it takes a while to get through the dungeon too. Even with shortcuts. You can, yeah, I, f I forgot about that, like, you, yes, you can double Nats. So that's... I mean, I guess you can do it with 86, but you can still get, you can still do double Astrals. Definitely better than Steel Dragons. I, I was gonna say, it was, it really wouldn't be worth, like, doing because of the time it takes to, like, get there. Yeah. And the time to, like, get it all done. Like, you're gonna make, what, an extra 50k, but it's gonna take you, like, two, three minutes extra to get there. Although I think it's a kind of a good thing that they're trying to rejuvenate the Brimhaven dungeon. Hey, you and I had our little but, drop about that. Yeah, it got quite a bit of attention. Uh, Didn't but, they make the uh, dogs unaggressive? Um, we pretty much yeah, I think like so. in the they, design. I think they updated it. Oh yeah, 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 they updated that in the design that Matto and I did. We just moved dogs into a room by itself just so they could just fuck off. It's also exactly. a slayer task. Yeah. Yeah. So add I, some other monsters in there as well. I fully support the, making uh, Brimhaven great again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sure I have a tweet about that somewhere. I'm gonna find it real quick. All right, keep going. Yeah, I think the uh, diary should be at least like medium or hard. Uh, and they were talking about how they didn't want to do mithril dragons because. Uh, you know, that would probably be pretty good, I guess. Um, but if they did, I think they should do that, but on, like, what's, what would that diary be considered, like, Kandarin or something like that, where the mythical dragons are? Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. And that one would should be, like, an elite diary. 
Right, yeah, so there's a lot of tasks, I mean, diary rewards that kind of go with not a very appropriate uh, tier, I suppose. Like, uh, for Karamja specifically, I don't know, with people who do the elites, you know, who would obviously, um, on this topic, be killing metal dragons, and also, um, who really kills red dragons, because that's for noted hides, and who still does fly fishing at Shiloh and utilizes the uh, river shortcuts. So yeah, I definitely think this could at least be pushed down to hard. But um, even though not many people would be doing it, regardless of what tier it is, I feel, I guess I approve of it, you know, because it already passed, or is whatever right now. Um, because that'll kind of lower the price of some things, like I guess make smithing slightly cheaper and make cannonballs cheaper, good for people who do Slayer. And for me, I really think that this should be a much, much, much lower tier. I'm really saying that I think this should be an easy, uh, an easy diary reward. For how little of a benefit it gives, it really shocks me that this is something that is an elite reward, you know? Given that uh, with the hard diary, uh, you get a significantly better reward from that. So I really do think that this is something that should be an easy reward. Uh, you know, maybe it'll make uh, the price of cannonballs go down a little bit. But something that I think that, you know, Iron Men might do this. That would probably be the people most likely to do it, I'd imagine. They don't really have a use for steel bars, do they? Or iron bars? Well, I mean, you can still use it for smithing XP. And also, I guess that makes uh, well, cannoning not, a little not, more not viable. For, not for smithing XP, it's more so for the maybe they'll do it to get a, uh, cannonballs. Yeah, which I don't, that makes it kind of viable. I, I don't think are worth it under any circumstance, but... Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But I mean, that would maybe open the door. I, I really don't know. Uh... Right, so, on the poll, there was a lot of things on there. Was there anything else that stuck out to you guys? Uh, because for me, I really didn't see anything else that was worth mentioning. Abra, you see anything? Oh, I didn't even see us first. Uh, come back to me. Uh, yeah, I um, I liked the full bank question. I think it's passing yeah. right now. Uh, with the junk items, I really couldn't be asked to get all that for free-to-play items. I think it's like 400 to fill your bank, so I'm glad they're most likely adding this. I wish the scabrite thing had passed, because it would have been fun to like do full tasks of scabrites. Trance, back when he was in his prime, made a video of them, showed 72k an hour. Like That would be a sick task, and they have good yeah. drops too. They just need to change it to make it an optional extension. Yeah, you should though. be able. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to pay points to extend it, like most other tasks. Like a hundred or hundred fifty or something. Actually, only more would be better. You know, talking about that scabroid task, I guarantee you that the reason why that failed is because people read that and they thought, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be assigned them more frequently. You know, yeah, it, yeah, it it yeah, wasn't yeah. real. Like, look at how fucking badly it's failing. That you know, that's one hundred percent. The reason behind that is because people thought that the frequency was going to go up. Like, oh shit, I don't want to start doing this more. You know, like the people that are already skipping it would still skip it had this passed. 
Yeah, and I mentioned that in a, in a recent video. Yeah, it's... So, I mean, people... For the most part, got confused on that. You know, that wasn't really clear to the uh, average voter. And that's a huge reason why it failed, I feel like. What about you, Mario? Right, so I guess so. anything? Okay, yeah, first. Um, yeah, the bank is very helpful for runecrafting and uh, other skills. Um, uh, let's see what else is in here. Oh, yeah, I like that the... Um, they changed... That they pulled the... Oh, it's failing. For the Iron Man that they were able to do a fishing trawler. That's failing road. now? <laughs> yeah, it's failing for 68%. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was passing for a while. At the very beginning. Was it? I think so, yeah. It was passing when I voted. Well, yeah, other than that, it wasn't... Uh, I feel like it's failing just because of the fucking standouts. activity bar, because the activity bar is an idiotic idea. Like, when you have a lot of people on the trial, there's no way that that many people can all contribute. I don't think that's that the... Stupid. I, don't, I think that that activity bar thing should have been included as a different question. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah. separate them. They that's, fucked Iron that's Man why again. It's failing. There's no reason that Iron Man shouldn't be able to do Trawler, it's soloable. <laughs> they should just make it instanceable. Whatever. Instance. Yeah, and like having more players doesn't really even do that much. Like, shit for XP, you get a tiny bit of food, and that doesn't really matter for Iron Man. Yeah, so I guess uh, the only thing. I mean, everything's whatever. There's a lot of good questions, but the only thing that really stood out that I saw on Reddit was that they misspelled Canvas. <laughs> on the deposit box question, they misspelled nice. what? Canvas. How's well, how, how Canvas? Oh, they Canfis. forgot an A. Yeah. Who do you think wrote that one up? Ronan. All right, so let's move on to, to the next section. We're uh, going to be taking a look here at the raid rewards dev blog number two. So um, there is. Theory. On that, now I think they did a damn good job with the dev blog and in including a video like embedded into the dev blog. That's something we've never seen before. So, you know, like they have a video of the embed weapons, and, you know, obviously in that they use placeholder graphics. But, you know, what did you guys think about the Elder Mall and how it's designed and their idea on how it fits into the game? Um, I don't really see where it'd be used other than PvP. I feel like Bludgeon's gonna be better for PvM and stuff, so I guess it's like Ballista V2 or something. If it holds value, then I guess that's good. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know. It's, it's basically just like a slightly weaker uh, Chaotic Maul. So, I guess it's alright. Hard to really say. Yeah, I was gonna think the same thing. It'd be basically for PvP. The peers would like have fun with it. And it has like a 75 attack rig. That's gotta be a. Well, yeah, 75, 99, 1. Fuck me, that's a high level peer. Well, I mean, it's still. Same as AGS. Zerker, yeah. whatever it is. It'd be interesting to see what kind of hits and how it affects the PvP world for them. You know, so... I mean, it's basically like uh, smacking with Godsword. Yeah, yeah, they they said that it's going to be the they said it's gonna hit harder than a god sword without a spec. Um 
and like the weapon itself does not have a spec so i mean i really don't know how it exactly they they intend on it to fit into pvp i know that on the dev blog they have a picture of it like whacking like a 71 or something on a cow fight queen yeah uh i really don't think it'll be used for pvm at all one thing that's important to note though it will be good for water fiends will it yeah that's what they said yeah, they said it was going to be good for that. I think well, I said on the video. The, uh, trying to think. I'm trying to think what the weight is on Water Fiends. So, Water what? Fiends, ironically, are in Neve's Cave, but are not assigned by Neve. And, um, they're like the one of the absolutely least common assignments from Duradel. Actually, it is the least common assignment from Duradel, so it has the lowest weight, so... <laughs> I don't think I've ever killed Water Fiend in old school. <laughs> I think I got, like, one task ever, and I skipped it. Anyways, um, I'm okay with it, because I don't have too much of an opinion on it. I'm just waiting for it to not be using placeholder graphics. Yeah, it's just a purple mall. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they add in for it, for sure. Alright, so... What do you guys think about the Kodai robes? Uh, so they rebalanced these, and with these, they ended up making... So I think these were some pretty good updates for it. They gave the Kodai robes negative melee attack bonuses and negative range attack bonus, and completely removed all of the defense bonus. So it's pretty much looks like it's used for just strictly like mage training with so are they going to be good for slayer oh yeah they, they will be the best robes to use for slayer for sure i, I um, guess it's fair then like they left arams as kind of like tankier mage gear so but like arams still has some kind of relevance yeah absolutely. seems all right i don't know because yeah, like in the original design that they had for it like these robes were really really fucking good in it kind i don't remember what the exact stats were but it wasn't going to like it was i'm sorry it was going to like pretty much remove the need for one to use aram so i think this is good with how the balancing is you know like magic attack isn't really that important for slayer at all because of how high your accuracy is already in the first place you know it has slightly higher accuracy than arams but like, it's not going to make any real noticeable difference. Uh, I guess the only thing is that you're going to save money on repairs. And they quietly does have a prayer bonus as well. And that prayer bonus should, I believe it saves around 10 to 20 mil in prayer pots on the way to 200 mil Slayer. But I'm excited for these robes and... Really looking forward to see what they look like for sure. Oh, is this Rip Third Age Mage hat? Um, oh, yeah, there was a hat, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hats. I didn't check the bonus. Uh, yeah. It was fun when that was actually good. I like that. Been fortunate to see it die. Well, just going to be cosmetic like all the other Third Ages and. So, Plus nine, somebody said. Rip. So, talking about uh, cosmetics. Wait, isn't it, isn't it like Go 13 ahead. for third age? No, it's plus eight for third uh, age, Mage Hat. No, I was mixing it up. 
Alright, all right. Alright, so talking about some cosmetic things, uh, the Dragon Plate body is uh, going to be coming into the game uh, through the raid rewards. And the Dragon Plate body is going to require the D-Chain to be made. What do you think about that, and do you like updates like this that use items that are already in the game to upgrade to a higher tier item? I definitely do like the idea. They kind of messed it. Uh, missed out by deciding to go against the Rune Boot to Dragon Boot upgrade, so Rune Boots are pretty much worthless now. Um, I guess this will increase the price of D-Chain, which is good. You know, if you get one, you won't be upset. Uh, they were temporarily up in price because of being required for Master Clues, but they're back down to being pretty cheap again. Yeah, I don't know how useful the Dragon Plate body is going to be, but uh, just to keep other items still relevant in the game, I think it's a good idea to include them in whatever their upgrade is, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a real big fan of updates like this. You know, Aber <laughs> talks about the room boots and not passing. I think that the reason why that didn't pass was kind of the community that was playing RuneScape at that time, you know, a large majority of those players were now. They're very purist. Uh, I don't really have a good way of saying this, so I fuck it. They were a bunch of fucking idiots and didn't look into the long term to see what kind of, like, they want, oh, they have that 83 Slayer, they want to camp them D-Boots, get that shit. You know, I, I, going back, it would have been as really, really awesome to have had you know, them drop like a like a spike or some shit, whatever it is that you use on room boots. I absolutely love updates like this that use in-game items to upgrade to a higher tier. These are the best kind of, I know I've said this before, these are the best kind of updates that can happen. You know, like looking at, now, the price of dragon boots were already in the shitter before Primordials came out, but I do like that they use that. Um, also looking at like Eternal and Ranger boots as well. Updates like that I really like. Yeah, same for me. Um, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen with the Dragon Chain, buddy. Is it going to be uh, irreversible? So once you make it, it's gone? I imagine so. Alright. Yeah, that, that's a good update. I like that they do that. But um, uh, it's quite funny what happened with... Uh, um, Rangers and the uh, what are they called? Purgations? Because yeah, I Gason. think Pig yeah, Purgations are uh, cheaper than Rangers at the moment. Oh yeah, they're pretty much worthless. Yeah, the crystals are like less than 200k, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Holy shit. So bad. We need to add like some kind of sync for them. Something, I don't know. Yeah, I like I like updates like this too. I mean, like everything was pretty much said and above reusing items to make a different item, like adding stuff to it, keeps it from becoming dead content when you get the drop, which is always nice. And that's the uh, thing where RS RS three went wrong. They just kept up in uh, new content. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole like idea of attachments rather than replacements is definitely a good one. I feel like in this specific instance, D-Chain's 
D-Chains have been useless for a long time. They still hold value because people like them for Fashion Escape, and that's pretty much it. And I feel like that wouldn't change if a D-Plate came out, because it probably won't look as good as a D-Chain, to be honest. Have the old school feel out. I don't expect. I don't know. Something about the Dragon Plate body, I don't really know why, but I just don't like the idea of it kind of just like awkwardly coming out with raids. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really have a good justification for it, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I don't really like the way that it's coming in. I don't like a, several of the rewards that are just the way that a lot of these uh, rewards are being introduced. Like also like looking at the dragon sword and the dragon throwing axe. They don't really fit. Yeah, like it it's it just feels a little bit odd that these are items that are coming from raids. I, I don't really know what kind of suggestion I would have. Uh, I think it should be just the sword. Like, one dragon item is enough for one PVM update, and the sword, I think, is the best out of the three. Actually, uh, yeah. would it be a reward from the shop that you buy with points or whatever? Because if that is how it is, that's how it should not be. It should be, if anything, if it's coming from raids, it would be a drop from one of the raid bosses. I don't know. I know that they talked about having 11 raid bosses. <laughs> 11 yeah. new pets. <laughs> Casey's gonna be pissed. It's not not even a joke either. Like literally, like they talk. They said, forty-five pets soon. Holy shit! Forty-four. Nice math. Close enough. <laughs> cats. God. Cats count. Pet rock. Yeah. All right. So moving on. So were you guys surprised at all that they didn't tweak any of the prayers that were offered? A lot of people thought the prayers were quite underwhelming. Yeah, I was really surprised. Like, half of those prayers are such shit. Like, the Venom Absorb, the Poison Absorb, and the Run Entry one are just terrible ideas. Like, they're probably going to be dead content in, like, 99% of situations. And the whole Run Entry one totally depends how they balance it. It's either going to be overpowered and make stamina potions like dead content, or it's going to be dead content. Like, there's no room for both. I just thought like that was really poorly thought out. They need to replace those. And having the Venom Absorb as the highest level prayer in the game, like that's a joke. It's not going to be useful for hardly anything. It's going to be good for like maybe Dead Man in certain situations, and maybe Iron Man at Solra, and that's it. Deep you're going smi to smite yourself. <clears throat> yeah, it really seems odd that you know, like for me. Going into the raids, you know, I, I was most hyped up for the prayers, and yeah, they absolutely were underwhelming. You know, that the Venom prayer being at level 85, like, a t like that thing is 15 levels fucking higher than Piety, and it's not going to be worth a damn. So, you know, I'm really, really surprised that they didn't tweak these at all. I'm sure they got a lot of feedback on how underwhelming the prayers were. Um, you know, something that I was expecting was kind of like a tank prayer and then like a, like a super, like all out attack prayer, you know, like, um, a slight increase in damage over piety, but offers no defense at all. Maybe even negative defense for a little bit of balancing. However, they want to do yeah, that. They definitely could have come up with better ideas. And, sure. and then like a tank prayer that shit maybe had like negative attack bonuses. I don't know. You know, I thought that those were going to be the uh, other things that we were going to see with this type of update for sure. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm really, really surprised that they didn't tweak the prayers that were offered. Now, one oh, uh, thing. Speaking, of, I guess of hold on before you. Um, in terms of 
tweaking things. Uh, you you mentioned that the Venom one would pretty much be like worthless uh, as is. What would you think though of uh, using prayer points like to consume the Venom? So you take ten prayer points loss instead of ten damage. Yeah. Well, as in, like, however much, and then you'd be cured of your poison or venom. Oh. Uh, it would be still, like still just feels like not, it not wouldn't like be used that much. Like, we have potions for that, that's the thing. We don't need prayers for it, too. I don't know. Save inventory space. Maybe, I don't know. Would be good for black uh, chin hunting. Maybe it's like mid level prayers or something. I feel like those is kind of like the main event for the new prayers, like the ones that are actually interesting and not just copies from RS3. Actually, I guess, it, I guess it would be more appropriate as an item, like how there's the, uh, I don't remember what it was called, uh, but there's a book from one of the pirate quests that uses prayer points to heal you of poison. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you could kind of add on to that for Venom. And it, instead of like 7 prayer points, it'd take away like 40 or something. Yeah, it's a good idea. They could they could make like an upgraded version of that from a die or something. It would, cause yeah, you can use a book, and I think you have to be wearing a holy symbol and some book from one of the pirate quests, and you can cure your poison, and it takes some prayer points down or something like that. Wasn't that metaphor PP at uh, uh, one time? Might have been. And I totally forgot that that existed. I can't imagine it would have been meta over like a super anti-poison. At all, but yeah, you know, bef I know that we talked about the prayers. Like we knew that we were gonna get rigor and augury. At like <laughs> yeah. What the uh, fuck was that? Another monster truck. You motorcycle. <laughs> Jesus Christ, rolling on through a Harley Davidson right through the <laughs> right through your fucking room. Yeah, I live on this. Well, actually, it's not a very busy city street, but house open because it's fucking ninety degrees in here. Damn, <laughs> the heat's getting to him. I completely, yeah. I, I completely lost my train of fucking thought. You so... could say he's getting burnt. <laughs> <laughs> lost my train Hot of thought. So too. let's move on to the next uh, question, which is: uh, Do you think that they made the right decision in getting rid of the insignias? You know, these had the yes. most negative feedback. Yeah, they. I didn't like them at all. I'm glad they got rid of them. Yeah, I. They. They just felt kind of weird with how. I don't know, like the prayer one. Um, I'm not sure what it was called. I. I don't know. It gave. I don't know. There was like a prayer one, and then like the mat, the magic one. However, did offer like a save some kind of percentage on your runes, and that looked like it would have been the most useful one of the bunch. But overall, they weren't really that good. Uh, it just yeah, I totally agree. They made the right decision in getting rid of them. Yeah, I'm glad they got rid of them as well. They're pretty much just like random additional bonuses you know to everything um it, i still find it kind of weird uh with the blessing that it's in the quiver slots but uh if they wanted to do something like this they should really just consider making a new item slot uh, equipment slot like for whatever it would be emblems yeah Alright, so let's take a look at some of the things that were talked about on the q a so 
the first thing we have is what is the altar of the gods uh link in that in the chat there so i mean if you guys did look at the q a there are several uh altars that he displays um but the one here displayed is the altar of the gods west has been doing a damn good job in my opinion but what do you guys think about uh the altars that he has designed so far and even the um the display cases from the week before. How do you think that these things look? I think they all look great. I don't imagine that I'll end up having uh, any display cases, but I'm excited to have the altar for the uh, spell books. It's really convenient and looks nice. So, yeah. Yeah, the uh, I'm a big fan of um, his work. <laughs> <laughs> big fan. But uh, are the um. The four things, the Ancient, the Lunar, and the Standard, are they rotating? Yeah, like, or? those are... No, 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 they're not rotating, like but they floating. are, like, floating, and, like, you can see, like, an anim... Like, they're bouncing up and down. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's in motion at all times. Although, which spellbooks is this is going to have? Because I only see three, and there's four, I think. Uh... You know Including that... normal, or...? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't I, have one I for imagine normal. there will be an option for normal, and even if there's, yeah. if there's not, you can just select the same one. Like if you go to yeah. Lunar Isle, oh, yeah. to go into Lunar, you just pray it again to get back to standard. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how it's gonna work. Yeah, and the display cases were very cool as well. And they look very big on the on the Q and A though. But I think they're gonna be like they have for the runes in the POH, like the little one. I couldn't imagine if it was like. Oh, take up a whole room. But, I don't think they'll take up a whole room, but you will definitely be able to see that shit. It's not going to yeah. be, you know, it's not like a little ship in a bottle type thing. This is going to be a full display. Yeah, I really like uh, West's work so far. Uh, his his uh, designs just feel really old school in a way that I don't feel like any of the previous artists work has so much unless it's just been like recoloring old school well, just, like even recolored old school doesn't feel as old school as some of the the designs that i've seen west do they just fit perfectly i really like it yeah like nothing against ghost i think he's a good artist but i feel like west's artwork fits better into the game yeah. with the current artwork style same with alfred also he had really old school stuff yeah i feel like west stuff is even better than alfie's honestly yeah definitely. more on that later uh, I think West, he does a fantastic job, and everything he does is very unique, so props to him. Yeah, I absolutely love it. You know, I, I was really blown away when I saw those the altar that he was showing off. Just, just incredible. Love it a lot. I even, I even tweeted him about it just because it was that good. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I like I like the way they look. They look pretty, pretty cool. They're like well designed and stuff like that. Definitely put one in my house. All right, so out of the three artists that we've uh, been blessed to have on the team so far, with Alfred West and Ghost, who would you guys so far rank as your number <clears throat> one? I wouldn't really rank them. They all, they all have their own. Uh... 
Well, yeah, they they all have their own shit. I don't know what the word for Niche. it is, but what? Niche. I don't know, but yeah, the shit like the Abyssal Sire. That's it's it's great, but it doesn't really fit the texture of um, old school. And Zaya, I don't know. If I walk around Zaya, it, it looks kind of looks like RuneScape graphics 2.0, old school graphics, because the floor and shit is all different. The tiles and I don't know, but yeah, uh, West is very good at. We, we haven't had him for a long time though, but and I don't really rem remember what Alfie did, like on the big scale. Oh, I oh, did Cerberus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. And then some of the Wildy bosses. I think Wildy bosses were Reach. Oh wait, oh, I don't remember. No, he was a dev. I'm not. I'm actually not sure whether he did the designer just the coding. Me personally, I'd, I'm I'm going West number one already. Yeah, me. I'm pretty sure most of us are thinking one, two, three, West, uh, Alfred, Ghost. Yeah, I mean, it it hasn't taken long for West to really capture the hearts of skillers everywhere. He's my number one as well. So, now, some people did notice uh, on the most recent Q&A, most notably Kieran, who, much to his delight, Archie asked five or six questions that had already been in the game or were on the current poll. Uh, you know, give us your opinion on that in three words or less. Archie. Unnecessary. Not even surprised. Shake my head. Uh. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh. McDonald's is hiring. Oh. <laughs> McDonald's at one. <laughs> Alright. So. We were just talking a little bit of shit, yeah. But now. Let's let's give some praise to a man that deserves it. Lowlander uh, just maxed his ultimate Iron Man. You know, I does anyone know how many hours that took? Uh, I think it was seven point five k when I tweeted him. Fuck me, I don't even have that much EHP. <laughs> Sorry. Where would you guys place maxing an ultimate Iron Man, like in all time achievements for RuneScape? Oh, I didn't see how I was first up. Yeah, I think that probably would be up at the top, just because of uh, all the managing you have to do. Like, even if something else might take more time, I think this is definitely the hardest to stick to, and just to do. Even though it might get easier, you know, it's still way up there. I'm I'm gonna say probably around like top five for sure, no doubt about it. As of right now. Um, definitely my top three, um, shared with, uh, Acid's 200 mil and the one's perfect 200 mil room crafting, but, I don't know, maybe one, <laughs> oh, shit. one, no one, Ned. two, two lowlander, three acid. Yeah, I think this is by 
far the greatest achievement that anyone has ever achieved in old school RuneScape. This this is fucking insane. Like I don't even think people realize like doing something like Acid and No One Perfect doing the stuff that they did. Like that was cool and ahead of their time. But Max got an Ultimate Iron Man. That's I don't even have the words to explain how fucking impressive that is. That's that's just crazy, man. Greatest greatest achievement in RuneScape history. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. It's I mean, hours wise, it's a lot of hours. There's lots of people who put that many hours into the game, but putting that many hours into such a restricted account is something to recognize more so um just staying motive like staying motivated to do something so uncommon and kind of like unpopular and being he's like he's been basically a loner like he doesn't really have anybody to like that is doing the same thing as him basically because he's so far ahead uh and he basically had to pioneer most of his own methods for training and yeah it's, it's really cool um i don't really know how i'd rank it but uh, huge props to him, definitely. Yeah, I'd definitely say at least top three, maybe even for one. I don't know. Uh, but there's uh, a couple of people I want to give a little shout out to. Um, <laughs> a couple of free to play players who are Ultimate Iron Men. Some of you may have heard of them. Uh, first one is Disciple. He has uh, close to 4,000 hours in free to play Ultimate Iron Man and. He's about 70% maxed at the moment. Um, also, min-level Skilla. He has a uh, three-combat free-to-play Ultimate Iron Man who has uh, about 3,000 hours of smithing alone. And, yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, what's, the, what's the XP per hour? <laughs> he's, it's like 3.6k per hour, and he's like <laughs> oh. 97 smithing or something like that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. god. I'm going to have to meet this kid. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like those two, it's hard to compare them to Lowlander in my in my mind. Even if it's less hours, it's so much grindier. Like than members ultimate. Would you would you ever do crafting at three point six k an hour? That's literally like Definitely less not. than one percent of what you, you would get in fucking. <laughs> I, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess on the topic of Ultimate Iron Man, though, you gotta remember the times that people do it because it is already getting easier. Like with hidey holes, and now you can choose your reward for uh, temple trekking. Well, that talks about like two other topics that we got oh, planned. I'm not, I'm fucking. Let me just go through and delete those. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Oh man, proofread. All right, so I guess I might as well talk more about that a little bit. Um, if you're actually going to delete it, um, suggestions for changing um, temple tracking, whatever. Um, for Iron Man, uh, since it's so much more powerful, or I guess just um in general, uh, you can either choose your reward and get less, or have it be random and be more, so it's not as you know reliably good. Um, and then hidey holes were supposed to be restricted. They need to be, uh, so you can only take stuff out if you have the clue. Because even Iron Man themselves don't like it, and I'm really glad that they care about the ethics of their own mode. 
they don't just want easy escape. All right, well, moving on then. Uh, update that came out on Thursday, and it was then tweaked on Friday. So uh, they came out with broken armor in PvP. So things like Void, Fighter Torso, Dragon Defender, Fire Cape, things of that nature. If you die with it, you go pick it up, and it's broken. And to use it again, you have to pay to do that. Uh, the first day that it was out, you could just use coins on it wherever you were. And it kind of seemed a little bit unnatural, so they changed it to where you have to go and talk to Purdue, and he will repair it for you. But uh, I guess the topic here that we're talking about is, do you think that it is too cheap to repair? You know, like, full void is like 160k to repair. Fire cape, 50k. Just to throw a couple numbers out there. Uh, it doesn't seem that bad. Like... It seems like PKers are okay with it, and that seems like the main thing since it's for PKers, and it's something that should have been done so long ago. Like, the fact that people could have really powerful gear and risk almost nothing in the wilderness was stupid, and it was like that for so long. It's definitely nice that it's different. It makes me wonder whether... I don't... Like, they didn't list max capes at all. It makes me wonder if you could wear, like, a fire max cape and pick it up, no, or a regular they, max they, cape and all that. Originally, it costed a little more than Fire Cape, and then they made it the same, so that's probably why it might have not been on the news post. So you can have a broken Fire Max Cape now? Yep. What about regular Max Cape? Uh, same as oh. before. It's a skill cape, basically, so... Sweet. But, um... Yeah, I think they should apply it, not to Purdue, but uh, to the armor stand in the uh, POH. So, like, the, the GP... Uh, Spent is uh, parallel to your smithing level, but I think it's uh. Fine what about, what about the... Bob and Lumbridge? Give that man some well, love. Well, yeah, yeah, he that as well. Re that, he used to be the go-to guy to repair shit back before the fucking. Yeah, yeah they should just done it the same as Sparrows. I don't think it's too cheap. I think it's like they have it like almost similar to what Barrows is mm -hmm. for fixing it. So I mean. Portion, I guess, is similar. Which is what they were, I guess, going for. I don't PK, so I can't really put too much input, but as long as they're happy, that's all that really matters. I think that it's really, really cheap. Like, Void is so fucking good, I think that shit should be like 100k a piece. Like, if you die, like, dying should suck. And 160k or something around that is so cheap. It just is really cheap for how overpowered. I'm not even going to say overpowered, but how good Void is. I feel like it should be a little bit more expensive than what it is. So definitely a little bit more cheap. A little too cheap. Uh, I think it was a good change that they made by making you have to go and talk to an NPC of some kind just for it to get repaired. Because. It just seemed a little weird using your coins on the armor. Like, where the fuck was that money going to? You'd be standing out all alone, and then your coins just vanish? Who are you giving that to? You dropping that out on the ground? What's going on with that? Yeah, that was originally just for convenience sake, because they didn't want people going somewhere to get it repaired and dying. You know, just get back into PK. How does it Did they actually change it to Purdue? Because last I heard, they were going to... Um, put some like armor stands near like the banks like at Camelot's with the bank chests and such. Yeah. How does it work with uh, Zulrab though? Because your items go into... Uh, no, it's only for PvP situations. Only PvP, okay. 
Alright, so moving on. What did you guys think about the Lynx Titan IRL setup video? So I will link that in the chat here. You guys watch that? What did you think about it? Oops, um, wrong fucking link. Pretty interesting. He has a laptop. I think he said it was his main computer for actually playing. He doesn't do anything but play RuneScape on it, which is probably really smart for nothing else than just to keep your accounts a bit more secure. If you, like, never do anything but RuneScape on a computer, I feel like it might make things a bit safer. Um, and then he has, I guess, a, a, a desktop computer with a monitor and a TV attached, I think is what else he had. We can watch, like, two type two videos at once or something, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it was it was fun to watch. Another another laptop as well. You forgetting that? Two and he said the main advantage of the laptop was uh, so he could take it around the house without losing XP. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting video, him showing his setup and everything like that. And I mean, I didn't really watch it with um very closely. I just had it to look to see what it was. And I just have like a normal setup, one computer. That's about it. I mean, one screen. Yeah, I guess. What 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 kind of setup do you guys have as well, Aubrey? What kind of setup do you have? Tell us a little um, bit about it. I've got two 24-inch monitors uh, and a computer, and I have a laptop too, but it's like really old. I don't really use it other than for school. Probably gonna buy a new laptop soon. Yeah, uh, I didn't he have a. Uh... Just a desktop, a laptop, and a TV, or was it two laptops? It was two laptops. Two laptops. It was oh, it two, two, two laptops. Two laptops. Two laptops. Oh, okay. What does he use them? What I does think he use the other one for the the other one is like an old ass laptop, I believe. That I I don't remember why he said he uses it. Spreadsheets. Yeah, I, I like the video. He, uh, I'm glad he doesn't upload very frequently because I just like the, you know, the, I don't know how to say it, but you know what I mean? This, the, the infrequency novelty. of it. Yeah, the novelty. Yeah, I kind of killed the mystery, but uh, it's a cool setup. It's a bit messy, though. <laughs> uh, for myself, I have two 24-inch lap, uh, laptops. <laughs> two 20-inch. <laughs> Uh, 24 20, inch, uh, 24? 24, 24. Uh, screens that are connected to my laptop, but I'm buying a desktop soon. Uh, it was a good video. Um, me, I have a really bad setup. I just have like a normal laptop I'm basically using as a desktop. Because uh, I can't really move it around because the charger is so fucked up. I have to keep it in at all times pretty much. Um, I actually fucked up the keyboard, so I had to manually disconnect it within the laptop, and I'm using an external one. <laughs> Holy so. piss, that thing is... That thing is being held together with duct tape. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought the video was really cool, for sure. You know, it's a very, very interesting thing. You know, I'm going to do a video myself of it, just because I really liked his video of it that much. Uh, for me, I have three 22-inch monitors. It's a lot of fucking real estate. Uh, and I also have a laptop. Uh, my laptop is kind of like Abra's, and that has to be plugged in at all times. Um, but, 
yeah, for me, I really like my setup. Uh, I've got a desktop and a laptop. Um, my laptop pretty much just sits in a backpack now, and then I only use it for when I go uh, to like my girlfriend's or to a friend's or to uh, fuck knows what, really. Dobby does. What? Nothing. Alright, well, moving on. Do you guys have any possible suggestions for new content for Zaya after raids? You know, like, is there any ideas that you guys have that you think would be good that you would like to see? Like, now for me, I'm not really sure what I would like to see, but, you know, Zaya being as big as it is, I feel like there's a lot of potential for someone with a creative mind to think of something good to add some more relevancy to some of the more lesser used areas in Zaya. I don't have anything to me that's like, alright, you absolutely should do this to make it better. You know, I guess maybe adding more guilds, perhaps? Um, like below... one. Uh, let's see. Hunter? Um... I don't really see where that would fit too well. Would it? All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I want to see like a, a tree and fruit tree patch in the Hasidious house after getting like a hundred percent favor in it. That's what I want to see. There you go. Right it there. Fuck the guilds. I want. I want more trees on. I want some trees on Zaya. Regular and fruit. How about rejuvenating uh, the existing guilds? What? Like How? the mining guild and oh, crafting that's, guild? That's completely separate. Just keep those where they are and just make them better. Yeah. Alright, anyways, um, I'll keep some of my answer for the next question, but pretty much the only thing that I mentioned last time I was on, actually, is uh, just a pretty basic, would make it look nice, max guild. What would you like to see in a max guild? Well, I mean, right so, I'm not entirely sure, you know, in terms of what wouldn't be overpowered, so that's why I said it's pretty basic, just, like, make it look nice. Like, R3's max skill is, like, really, really good. Definitely wouldn't fit for us. Yeah, I feel like a max skill could be cool. Crafting kill works pretty well for that, though. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how it is. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any good content to add to Zaya, like, I'd much rather just see the main game fleshed out a bit more, like, once again on Reddit, recently there was, uh, you know, asking about where's Menaphos, where's uh, Elf City, Pritinos, where's, uh, like, the Sanguinesti regions, another one, apparently. It'd be cool to see, like, stuff added to that, and, like, dead content made not dead, that kind of stuff, that's all these updates I like to see more, than just, you know, we have an idea for something that might be cool in Zaya's shit, so let's add it to Zaya. That's like what everything is now. Manifos is especially dead. Uh, I would like to see a, um... Kind of what they did with the alt-fired-up quest, if people remember that. Have, like, beacons What's all around that? Zaya. It's like, uh, for the infer- uh... The ads. Basically, the infernal axe. What you have to, uh, fill, like, 15 beacons. With logs and uh, light them in a within a certain amount of time without teleporting. Yeah. So, 
it, it would be interesting if they could make uh shit like that an, another method for fire making because it's basically just lighting lo lighting logs right now they're doing winter todd hmm winter todd skilling boss is supposed to be like mainly fire making oh, okay wonder when they'll next talk about that thing because i mean we got last man standing here then we got the house then we have the house uh, updates then you got raids so it I mean, might not be till batch two well, yeah maybe it, is, it is in batch two i think it's supposed to be yeah, like september okay then i'm thinking that winter Todd is probably going to be more strategy and reaction based instead of just like pumping out raw dps but yeah, I don't, you're not going to be like attacking it with a weapon, I don't think. Well, I mean, yeah, to be... that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah, it's in its own way. Sorry. Next question we have uh, is, how do you feel about the current focus on PvP updates? Uh, you know, looking at like Last Man Standing and Dead Man tournaments. When during the Summer Summit, the presentation... Uh, showed that PvP scored as the lowest in poll results. So this was a topic that we did talk about um, when the Summer Summit did release. But I mean, we can kind of see that um, they're focusing a lot more on Last Man Standing, I think, than what we would have anticipated. Right. So I don't really mind too much, you know, letting them have their content because honestly, they don't get a whole lot of updates that is of the PvP community. But yeah, it's kind of weird that it scrolls so low, but it's getting all this focus. I guess it's kind of selfish in that it's kind of for publicity for the game, you know, it, um, popular streams. But uh, what I'm looking for, which obviously, so PvP was the lowest. I'm looking for more quests. That's what I want. That's what I was going to mention on Zaya. Get some more quests on there for lore or just whatever, just new lines. Um, and I don't know if it would fit on there. I think it could be nice, like a continuation on the like uh, champions, uh, the Dragon Slayer, Heroes Quest, Legends Quests, you know, something past that. Uh, I guess you could possibly do more like mapping out of a region like you did for the Karazi Jungle. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of glad that they don't uh, do many other skilling updates, to be honest. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of PvP, but uh, usually when they try to make a skilling update, it's badly, so. I'm I'm not a big fan of all this focus on stuff that, they, that not many people are interested in. They're just beating a dead horse. Like, I mean, after like two weeks of each of the game's modes, like Dead Man and all that, it goes to like sub like 50 people on each world and stuff like that. And it's like becoming a waste of time and effort when it could be put somewhere else. Oh shit, uh, focus on PvP. I mean, yeah, according to the the whole survey thing, you know, people want more skilling updates and all that and i don't want more skilling updates at all because so far like every single skilling update we've gotten is just like easy scape so keep rolling out that fucking pvp pvm all that shit i'm happy with that 
keep busting out all the salty elegy memes. <laughs> keep them coming. You know, one thing, I know that this is uh, very, very late, but one thing that they need to do to last man standing is add, like, a priority system, kind of like pest control. When I was doing that shit earlier, I waited, like, I got skipped over six fucking times. Um, I don't know why that just came to me now, but uh, just kind of did. Um, you know, I don't remember what my opinion was when we talked about this last um so that that is that is my answer as bad as that is so moving on though this is a kind of a free to free to play total level requirement worlds have been pulled in the past and they have failed so you know this would be pretty much a world for people that play free to play that can just avoid all of the bots um to my understanding so like are you guys in favor of uh, like a total level world being added to free to play maybe like level 500 or something like that or I don't know what do you think the ideal requirement would be for free to play I think boss uh, should take this one off yeah uh, I think 750 and 1k uh, if people don't want two worlds then I think 750 is fine but uh, I guess probably a bot could pretty easily get 500 total so i think that's reasonable and uh most of the people in free to play to be honest that i've seen are uh, just pay to play players who have ran out of membership and most of them would have the uh, requirement to join even if it was a high requirement so that is my opinion yeah if they're gonna do just one it should definitely be 750 i think because a thousand is like realistically kind of too high there would be very few people actually on that world at any given time. Uh, 500, yeah, it feels kind of low, so I feel like 750 is perfect. Yeah, I, th I think it would be a good idea, you know, having a free-to-play... Now, yeah, you talk about bots being able to get it, but, I mean, the free-to-play bots, they're not going to focus on trying to get, in getting into a free-to-play world. You know, like, what, what kind of effect would this have on resources, Pause? Like, would that... B, what kind of effect would that have on XP rates if you're able to train in, in a world that just does not have bots? Realistically, so, for me, um, sorry, uh, <laughs> I uh, I think realistically for me, just uh, the only spot that's that bots really overtake is there's a three Willow spot in Remington and. There's always like 50 bots there, and that's the best woodcutting spot in free to play. And it's the only one. So, but for other people, I guess like uh, people who mine like Addy or whatever at uh, Alcaherd, I guess. Okay. Okay, so I'm all for you know giving people rewards for their accomplishments, like how. There's members, total level worlds, but uh, it's kind of weird that you'd almost want to keep someone free to play, like incentivize that. You know, you should be wanting them to go pay to play. That is a good point. <laughs> they, they did the same thing on RS3 a long time ago. They had a 1k world, or a couple of them actually, I think. Uh, so I don't know. They seem to. To be fair, um, in R three you have access to pretty much all skills. Although for some it's only to like level five or whatever. Well, this they added this like 
probably like 2010, maybe even like 2009. I don't even remember. It was a while ago, though. It wasn't RS3 at the time. How many free-to-play worlds did they have where they were adding in um, like a total level world to that? There was actually like quite a lot. Um, I don't know if it was half and half, but there was quite a bit. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Fucking hell. Holy, sh holy shit. <laughs> I think I was quicker on the draw that time. Alright. Moving on, so... I'll put this in the chat here, so... Question is, uh, have you guys seen penguin suits being used for agility training? You know... Uh, Wait, what? There's a fucking video right there. Open it up and watch it. Yeah, I, I will. I, that doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's that's why it's being talked about. You know, this is a very unfamiliar, uh, an unorthodox thing here by uh, uh, the bull roar man himself, Death by Bow. You know, what do you think about the uh, potential for the multi-skilling uh, with this? Aubrey, I know you said you toyed around with it. Tell us about it a little bit. Yeah, so Death by Bow messaged me about it yesterday and uh you can use them at Brimhaven and to like basically what they are like they're the clockwork things you can make in your house you can make them after the cold war quest or at least after starting it or something and you can carry as many as you want but you can only set down five at once and when you pick them up they give 12.5 agility xp and you can pick up one per tick pretty easily um and then when you pick them up, you have to left-click to wind them, and then to release them again is like a drop-down, like same as dropping an item. So, you know, you have to wind them, release them, and then pick them up. And when you're picking them up, they like move all, all like move all over the place and stuff. So, it's better if you have them in a small area. And and Death by Bow's video is actually doing it like really slowly. I think you could probably do it faster than that if you were pretty quick with AHK and stuff. And for low-level agility, it's actually going to be really good XP because even if you fail to pick them up, which you can, you still get the same amount of agility XP per attempt. So failing them is actually kind of better, because it makes you have to release them less often. I don't know what the agility rec is on Cold War, but I think it's pretty low. So if you were doing them well, you could probably get like 40, maybe 50k an hour, which is uh, that's pretty high for low-level agility. And I tried them at Brimhaven, rather than repeating obstacles, just releasing them and picking them up in between waiting for tickets. And I was able to get like nearly the same rates as obstacles, even with a lot of mistakes, but it's so fucking annoying. Like clicking them, trying to catch them when they're running all around. I just can't be bothered to do it. But I tried to do them during blackjacking, like releasing them and then picking them up without losing ticks and blackjacking. And then you could have released them without losing ticks, but picking them up would lose you one tick. So it wasn't really worth it, but if it, it it's worth exploring. There might be some way to use them during other skills to get a little bit of passive agility XP. I uh, I don't think there'll be potential for multi-skilling. I think it'd be too difficult, depending upon where. Unless there's like that one thing that you can do, but there's probably like not much where it would be efficient to do it over anything else. Pause. Well, he's fucking muted, so take it oh, away, bro. Sorry, I uh, <laughs> I didn't thought. I Thought I deleted myself in this question, my bad. Um, hold on. Uh, yeah, I think that's interesting, but uh, 
I don't know exactly what you could use it for. Maybe like, uh, I don't know, what's actually efficient that's kind of semi-AFK? Redwoods. Yeah, no, pretty much. Really. <laughs> three bar. No, never mind, that one. Yeah, we'll see. Alright, so I don't really know about in terms of multi-skilling, but I guess it could be useful just for low-level agility training. It makes me think of, like, way back, pretty much at the uh, release of the old-school servers, that people were using toy mice, and then they massively nerfed it, like, a week or two later. Yeah, I'm pretty sure toy mice were 15 XP, and these are 12.5, and they never even touched these. So they're, like, almost as good. It's definitely interesting, you know. It, it I, I just love that in 2016 we're still kind of exploring the potential of other skilling methods that have been in the game and somewhat unnoticed that do kind of have potential like this. I mean, you know, if you look at some of the things like the swamp, swamp tar herb methods that have uh, sprouted out here in 2016, like it, there's. There's shit out there that we don't know. I know it. You know, having a great innovators and pioneers like Death by Bow, we will find new methods like this. And maybe maybe there is something out there to where this could work. You know, that would be really cool if it did. Yeah, there's definitely. I mean, possibly during Hunter. I'm not sure. There's sometimes downtime waiting for chins in there. Yeah, once in a Although, while. when that happens, I just make bolts. I mean, yeah. darts. Alright, so moving on. There was a post on Reddit. Uh, now, we're not going to talk about do we think there should be a 200 mil cape or not. Uh, this is just how do you think that these 200 mil capes look that were posted on Reddit? So in here they showed the agility, herblore, and thieving. So these pretty much look has it has like the same design as the max cape, uh, but with you know the the nice little icon on the. It's pretty pretty much if like the max cape and the skill cape uh, got together and had a kid. This is same that color cape. Theme. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how do you think they look? I think they look pretty good. I mean, I want to see what the Smith Cape looks like for selfish purposes, because I've been waiting for what that would look like, and hopefully it would come eventually. But yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I think they look amazing. They're yeah, what Randy said, like a a child of the Max Cape and a Skill Cape. But um, yeah, I don't think it would be a lot of time though. Like you already have the model. I, I I don't I don't really know what the process is of recoloring, but yeah, they said that it would have to be a personal project. So I hope we can see them in the future sometime. Yeah, I think they look great. Uh, I don't see yeah, like you said, uh, why it would take so long. Like they're adding all these other capes or yeah, other you know cosmetics stuff. So. Yeah, I think they look great as well. Um, I guess it would also kind of make me even more than already uh, want to chase tuner mills. Yeah, you know, I 
I was very, very impressed when I saw these. It it just looks and feels right. I really like it a lot. Um, the guy who did it, uh, Sim Card, uh, you know, great, great fucking job. You know, this this looks really, really nice, man. I I really like it a lot. Yeah, I like them. I think if they were gonna do two and mill capes, I'd like them to look exactly like that. Uh, so support. I think they look great. I guess he should just finish them for the rest of them and just literally send them the files so they don't have to complain about oh it'd be a lot of dev time. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they could just going off of these three, they could very easily they would know what to do for the other things. Hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty straightforward, you know, take the yeah. I I think these looks ab these look absolutely amazing and I'm just like salivating at the mouth thinking about West designing these. Be fucking awesome. So uh, I would assume it would have the skill cape for you know since it's past 99. But do you think it would have any sort of like upgraded perk? I wouldn't or just think. Be purely cosmetic. Purely, yeah, co purely, cos purely cosmetic. <laughs> like I can't think of a perk that it would give to where like you would use that perk. I mean, like you're done with the skill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not well, really any... Look at the crafting cape. I mean, what, 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 what would you... 200 mil crafting teleports you at the bank, as opposed <laughs> to 7 <laughs> tiles away from the bank? Like, that, I guess that's a perk that comes to mind. Um, but like... I Better really mining cape too, please. <laughs> what about the herbalar cape? You get two pestilent mortars. Hey, hey, we got gotta uh, gotta talk Can about the fletching one with the nice. How about how about the con one? Can't think of anything good for that. Teleports. Yeah, you just increase the amount. Oh, of oh unlimited teleports. That would be nice. Oh, or unlimited, yeah. All right, yeah, that's, that's worth the 2.5 bill it takes. All right, all right. So let's uh, move on then to the the next question that we have here. You know, what have you guys been working on during the podcast, and you know, what are your guys' future goals for the game? Okay, I didn't know if the question was done. Um, I've been doing hunter, and I finally gave in to the bullies, and I'm three ticking. Oh yeah, um, I'm not entirely sure what I'm gonna do because originally I was gonna get back to farming, but now that there might be a pet, uh, gotta find something else to do. Maybe just keep going on hunter, but um, I'll probably be going for general hunter and farming like within the year. Besides that, I don't really know. Maybe some skill hopping. Uh, I was one of Abra's bullies. I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, hunting myself. Um, uh, 163 mil inching closer thinking about three weeks or so until 200 mil so that will be awesome when I get there uh, been mainly room crafting during this podcast get 42 mil now I'm doing herb lore probably get 50 mil um, future goals 
uh, 50 mil all, all scaling pets, uh, and make a lot of tweets on Twitter. Good tweets, not a lot of tweets. <laughs> make a lot of Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I've been AFK in Redwoods, because I can. Inefficient. And inefficient, I know. It happens. Um, and future goals, uh, hopefully not get cleaned. But that's oh, yeah. probably going to be inevitable. Uh, yeah, for th for those of you who are watching the stream here, Ace will be uh, going on a staking adventure. He's going to be very, very reckless. And staking shit out way. During the podcast, I've been doing Broomhaven Agility and Future Goals. I guess I'd like to go for Agility and Fishing. We'll see how it goes. I want to Get a nice fat ticket stack. Why not runecrafting anymore? I don't know. I got it to 20 mil and I just felt like doing... I haven't really felt like doing it since then. And it's just utility and fishing has been more fun. Yeah, okay. Uh, I have been burying bones during the stream. Specifically, big bones. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and, uh, big van, big bones. Hey, what, 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 what's the prayer XP per hour on that? Uh, the EHP rate is 43k. Uh, normally I average by like 41 um, but uh, my future goals uh, I am working towards well actually after I hit 90 which is what I'm working on right now um, I'll be 90 base free to play so that's nice and uh, I'm under 400 hours to max so probably will be hitting nice. it uh, next month sometime Oh, that's good shit. Hey, uh, Aubrey, you've been doing a whole lot of Brimhaven agility. Tell tell us a little bit about that. You know, what are some things that you've enjoyed about it, or some struggles? I mean, it's definitely the most uh, advanced thing to do for agility in this game. Tell us a little bit about it. I find it really fun. I wouldn't have done agility if it weren't for Brimhaven. Like, definitely not. I would have saved already for just like low effort training if I wanted to like something semi AFK or whatever. That's why I was thinking, you know, like RC. But now that I'm enjoying Brimhaven so much, that's why I want to do agility and fishing. As far as like the way it, it took me, like, well, I, I spoke to Jebrim directly. Like, I asked him if we could talk over Skype sometime. We talked for like two and a half hours and he came in game on his, uh, on one of his old school accounts. And like showed me around and stuff, and it took a while to learn. Maybe yeah, I'd say like 10, 15 hours before I was pretty comfortable with it, and I'm still like ironing things out as time goes on. I'm actually I might be talking to him again after podcast. That's been a few weeks. See if he has any improvement suggestions for me. But yeah, I find it fun. Like you have to think about what you're doing a bit. It's not just running in circles. And uh, it, it is faster than Artie. I'm, I usually get like at least 66k an hour, including tickets. So, and with RNG, it can, I mean, it can be as good as even like 68, maybe higher. But uh, yeah, I think I can expect to average about 66k, 67 over the long term. Make guide, please. Yeah, I might try to. It's like really complicated, but I'll, I'll try at some point. That's, that's some good shit. Do you? Oh, you talked about uh, stored XP. Are you gonna store thieving XP with Skirk juices? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I don't know about that. 
it would be cool to try to do like the most ridiculous stored XP record ever, like 100 mil agility, 100 and I don't even know how much. I guess I could store like all of thieving XP. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. If then do you could do all of cooking as well. Yeah. And then if you want to do that, you could also do the uh, one click. Basically, you set up stuff, whatever, and uh, on your way running there, you could make darts. Just to add a little bit on it as well, you can hop over to pest control. You know, <laughs> one one thousand pest control points saved up. Yeah, oh yeah, you, you can't store game. infinite, so yeah, it's not that's not really too worth mentioning. Awesome. All right, holy shit! So um, I'm going to um, post here in the chat um, the this is going to be the other emote that I will be having. It's the uh, anti-e-dating thing emote that will be coming out. Um, I did hit 50 subscribers on Twitch today. Uh, very blessed. But. Uh, thank you. Uh, two new emotes are going to be Rand e-date and Rand big fan. And this uh, no to e anti-e-dating movement that we have uh, started with this emote. Uh, It'll take Twitch a couple days to approve uh, of everything, but that will be the emote will be coming along with Big Fan. That's uh, designed by Evan Andrew H. I can't even begin to thank you enough uh, <laughs> because these things look absolutely amazing. Um, he also has a YouTube channel. Check him out: YouTube.com/EvanAndrewH. Z Zaya, he has a Zaya only account as well as a whole bunch of quest guides as well. I know that I use his shit for Monkey Madness too, but uh, really appreciate that, man. Thank you. All right, so let's move on then. So the OS Buddy Pro giveaway winner was Axelix. Uh, I talked to him before the podcast. He follows me on Twitter. Um, so I'll be giving him that the codes for that. So for this now, uh, we're going to be having another three-month OS Buddy Pro code giveaway. All you got to do is be a subscriber to me on YouTube and leave a comment on the video with the keyword hashtag stop e-dating. Also, want to give a shout out to Optrix Eye Drops. Uh, you know, we are finally uh, exposing a few of our Hexus methods, and that's one of them. Also, clan you guys should uh, check out is the Eager Beavers clan. I will put their link in the Twitch chat here. They are an all around clan, you know, pretty heavily focused on dead man mode with. A extremely active team speak as well, so give them a look. The eager beavers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on uh, to another question we have. So, what are your guys' thoughts on people voting no to updates that don't affect them? You know, a good thing like that would be uh, me voting no to uh, helping out Dead Man. I'm sorry, not Dead Man, Iron Man. Sorry, I get them mixed up hate them both uh, but like you know like mains voting to updates for peers and things like that what do you think well 
it would be stupid to try to restrict polls to only certain demographics to be able to vote. Like, the, the idea of a poll system is that everybody gets their say. So, everybody gets their say. We That's how we want to do it. I mean, it's the, this is the whole point of the uh, polling system. Get a lot of uh, a big range of feedback. So I don't know if you don't want to see it in the game, then vote no. Don't hold it against someone. Yeah, I gotta agree with Matto and Aubrey. They like it's everybody gets to have their say. I mean, we're all playing it, so we all should like get our say, what we want, what we don't want, regardless of if we are an Iron Man or if we are a main or whatever. You know, one thing that uh, for, let's say, for example, you as a main vote no to an update for a peer, and then months down the line, you decide to make a peer, you know, like, when you do vote no for that, you are, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, really, but I'm just hoping that you guys are smart enough to imagine the rest of what I was going with going with that <laughs> I'm fucking tired it's three o'clock I've been up all night all right so yeah you can obviously uh vote no to things that don't affect you as long as you're not voting in spite that's pretty much it you know because like I'll vote to help people out even if it won't ever be something that I do like if I see an Ironman thing that's I've heard a lot of them, they want, sure, I'll help them out, but if I vote no to something like an Iron Man poll, it's not because it's Iron Man, it's because I don't think it's good for the ethics of the game, or for the game mode. Morals. Yeah. Alright, so moving on, uh, there's a big question here, so take it a little slow here. So, do you think that there's a place for old-school RuneScape in the world of esports and competitive gaming? You know, it seems like the team is trying to crack the glass ceiling, you know, with, like, Last Man Standing and Dead Man Mode. You know, do you think the time is... In, do you think the team is investing a lot of time into things like this? Um... You know, to try to make it appeal as an esport, and do you think that it's good for old school RuneScape's long term growth? It's, I mean, so far it has been good for the game. Like, it's drawn a lot of new players, even if the content hasn't really been that good. Uh, so, it, it definitely has potential. Um, as far as, like, the game engine does not support a highly competitive, highly skill based PvP type of game, it just doesn't. And I don't like. I don't think any kind of engineering is going to make it work unless they want like overhaul the combat system, which they don't want to do. So I don't really know what to expect. We'll see where it goes uh, in the future. I don't know if Dead Man is ever not going to be dead after two weeks. I have concerns that Last Man Standing is going to be a Dead Mini game very quickly, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I'd I don't I don't think it has a place in esports and competitive gaming. It's just not like 1v1 or like 5v5. There's not like um a mass 
battle basically where you're fighting each other like there is the pvp section which you can watch like wars and stuff for that like but the last man standing and dead man mode the content for that is probably like very minimal because it's just going to die after a little while it gets old after a little bit yeah you kind of have to agree um does anyone know what the coliseum content is going to be because i think it's the same like as like Gladiator or one. I don't know. I think it was like maybe they could do something with that. Yeah, but um, nonetheless, it's shit like uh, Deathman mode with the final hour and shit like that. It's very good um exposure for the game because I remember that Bodhi had like forty three mac uh, a peak forty three k viewers. Like the old school uh, stream had like thirty something. So. Nonetheless, it's good exposure for the game and will help um, the long-term growth. All right. Um, yeah, you know, I think this is uh, definitely a big motivator for this is uh, trying to attract a lot of new players and things like Dead Man Mode and Last Man Standing are the type of things that are going to get a lot of publicity, going to draw in a lot of people and ultimately add a bunch of players to the game so absolutely i think it's good for the long-term growth i don't really think old school runescape is an e-sport like has really any kind of e-sport potential however uh but i do think that they are doing what is great for the long-term growth of the game yeah i agree with randy on all of those points uh but I just like to say that killing is an esport. So, <laughs> I so um, got a non-RuneScape question here. So something that has been just sweeping the entire fucking world and internet, it seems, is uh, Pokemon Go. So, have any of you guys played it, and what do you think about it? I uh, I haven't played it. My girlfriend plays it, so I've seen. Like a little bit of the game plan, I've watched some videos and shit of it. It looks pretty cool, but it feels like it's so basic. Like, you literally just catch Pokemon and they're on the map on a GPS. And, like, the concept is cool, but it's so limited right now that it doesn't really attract me that much. Like, maybe if it has a bit more gameplay, like, competition, rankings, that kind of stuff, I might be more into it or something, I don't know. And also, I've heard the servers are really bad, the app is kind of buggy and stuff. I uh, I have not played it. I have no interest in playing it. It's just not something I'm interested in. I mean, I've watched it on stream a few times when Ice was uh, streaming, but that's it because it's just funny to watch him go around and not really do Pokemon Go content. Yeah, I think it's a fun game. I do not play it though, but I've uh, walked around with a few friends. But um. Yeah, I watched uh, all of PewDiePie's videos on Pokemon Go. They were fucking hilarious. Yeah, I've been watching this too. Have you seen the the Gyarados one? Yeah, I saw it. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll check that out. Yeah, his videos are very good. Yeah, he's less cringe than he used to be. Yeah. Uh, nah, I don't do it. I, as always say, like, all you do is go around and catch Pokemon. I don't really like that... Uh... I mean, I've been told that there's going to be updates coming to it, like, 
being able to trade with people, being able to battle people. I mean, currently all you have to do is like battle gyms, which kind of seems pretty fucking lame for the most part. Um, you know, I my mom made a really good point. She said she thinks that uh, Pokemon Go is going to, or she said like something like Pokemon Go has had like a much more positive effect on child obesity than anything that. Uh, Michelle Obama has tried doing over the last eight <laughs> yeah, I've years. Yeah, people say that. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do think it's great for like the world in general. Like, it gets people going outside. It's like a lot of people just like socialize again on the street now. Yeah, yeah. like that. So in that respect, I, I like it a lot, even though I don't play it. Antisocial. Yeah, for, I will say though, all of the Pokemon Go hype did uh, pretty much spark uh, a little. Inspiring me to want to play uh, Pokemon Fire Red. Uh, those of you that saw the streams, uh, if you go put in the chat dollar sign PKMN, it'll link you to the emulator and ROM that I used to play. Uh, that was a lot of fun, though. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm, I was able to hunt with my mouse while simultaneously being able to play Pokemon with my keyboard. You know, like I didn't have to interact with the client or anything like that. And I thought that it was a whole lot of fun for sure. I have not played it. It looks okay. I don't really think I will end up playing it though. And yeah, it's definitely good for getting people out there, walking, you know, exercise, whatever. And also just great for uh, meeting new people. Named after a Pokemon, but no interest in playing Pokemon Go? Uh, I used to like it a lot more. Uh, I, I just still have the name in homage to when I originally had it back in like 2002. Back then, I had like 300 hours on Sapphire. I saw Ginge was playing something earlier today, and he had like 530 hours on it. <laughs> Alright. So... Um, taking a look here, um, what are your guys' thoughts on slaying with a, um, with Proslate in a V, now this is something Aubrey and I were uh, looking at before the stream, you know, like, slaying with, like, Proslate in a V skirt as opposed to, like, full bandos, for example. Uh, I'm cheap, so I'm part of the, you know, using... Proslite and Varric instead of Venus. I can't really be asked to prayer flick, so I would hate to spend all the additional money on those prayer pots. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely worth using Bandos as opposed to uh, Proslite. You get uh, quite a nice increase in uh, DPS. Uh, you know, like if you look at uh, one thing that we've had uh, Razor do quite a few tests on is comparing like an Arc Light and full bandos to like a Whip and Prossy on a Black Demon's task, and he's averaging 49k Slayer XP per hour on Black Demon tasks, and he's getting 15% more uh, melee XP than what he previously did, and he is. I mean, like, the, your cannon accuracy, what was it, Aubrey? It dropped, like, from 83% to 78% or something like that. Yeah. But, like, even if you looked at it from, like, a whip 
and bandos it's still like a 10 percent increase in xp per hour it's absolutely fucking worth using especially if you have a lot of money and even more so if you use another account to play uh bandos is so fucking good you save i think it's something like 60 now i don't know if this math is right i just heard it from someone who i assumed knew what they were talking about it's like 60 hours or so that a player would save on the way to 200 mil um using bandos as opposed to proselyte so you know how much more you'd spend um, i'm not sure but zero times gp I wouldn't use proxy in Vscript, but I'm probably going to use uh, proxy top and uh, tacits. I suppose. I, I don't understand why people do that, though. Why? For the extra strength bonus. Like, so little, and you're just getting rid of prayer bonus and. That's true, but yeah. Depends whether it gives you another max hit or not. Two prayer bon or two strength bonuses and yeah, another max really, hit. You'd have to really pay attention to that. Because it could just be a waste well, of I guess the, it would at certain levels. The new dummy that's coming, you can uh, check your max hits. Right, yeah. You yeah. Can check that. Since you're ranging between five strength levels, usually if you're potting, I guess it would be better at some levels. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all my 99 Slayer, I did Bandos post 99. I've all done with Proselyte V Skirt. Uh. Like, the benefit of Bandos seems so small, but I don't know the actual numbers of it. I've been curious about that for a while. Like, you know, how much does it increase your XP per hour? How much more does it cost? So it's hard to say. I don't plan to do any more Slayer anytime soon, that's for sure. Alright, so moving on to the next question. Uh, Trickle used to self-proclaim, call himself the uh, guardian and preserver of the old school field, but who do you think now uh, best fits that as the guardian of the old school feel? Um, I'll volunteer for that. <laughs> what? He's saying himself. Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly go. guard and preserve the old school feel. I'll, I'm gonna go with Aubrey too. Uh. Basalt. <laughs> <laughs> Heard he uh, made an appearance today on uh, TeamSpeak. Yep. Um, I'm not going with the the meme that Trickle started. Fuck you, Trickle. Um, I would have to say Gingbino. Yeah, he's a good one. I'd support that. Oh, yeah, you know, I was kind of sitting here between uh, Ginge and Ned, kind of on the fence now, but I think I'm going to go with Ned uh, as the new guardian and preserver of the old school feel. Isn't he, like, super into allscape and shit? Nope, doesn't play on at all. So, I don't do anything old school. Brimhaven's old school, man. Super old school. Yeah, 4D mining with Prospector and shit like that <laughs> is very old school. <laughs> Extremely old school. Hey, it, tech, it technically was, well, the three tick part was old school. But, alright, so 
Uh, Aubrey, someone had a question for you. They uh, are asking you if your maxing guide is outdated at all, or if or is that still like the most efficient way to max? Um, as far as I can remember, it's still generally relevant. Like, do thieving and fishing early, especially fishing. Uh, get quest cape and diary done like as you get the levels and stuff. Or do you I have was, hunter? I had hunter as early on, though okay. nowadays it might be better to wait until Western Province hard. Mm-hmm. Or even. But I don't remember exactly when I made that bid. Whether. Or even two K total. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Are there any other videos that you have planned anytime soon? On that topic. Just in general, like for fish and skilling, I guess. Um, Besides... I'm planning to make another mining related guide, like for going more into the specifics of three tick mining, to like add on to my mining guide that I just made. Uh, eventually, I want to do a Brimhaven guide. I want to do a guide for the uh, like cutting and eating plus tar fishing method too, because a lot of people have been asking for that. Can you make an herb lore guide, please? <laughs> Already have okay. one, dude. <laughs> Crafting. Got that too. Oh shit. Throw your money in the GE and cry. That's how you do it. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I plan on making a black chin uh, hunter guide sometime around the, within the next couple of weeks before I finish 200 mil. Uh, just because it really pains me to see so many people n not ex fuck. Go to bed, Randy. You know it, ha it has it has been over twenty four hours. Um, but I mean, like, the people have a lot more potential than what they really realize. And um, you know, I know that Aubrey in your hunter guide. Uh, that you have, you're hunting black chins at like the southern spot on the hill. Is that bad? It's just an absolute fucking ass sore <laughs> into like <laughs> it. Is so bad. All right, so there's two, there's two spots on the hill that one should use. Uh, you would call them the northeast spot and the southwest spot. Um, the southern spot and northwest spot are god awful. Um, the northwest spot on its own is the worst, uh, and the one on the south part is really terrible if someone else is on the hill, like for both people that is, because like the southernmost chin there is like the King Romer chin, and it's... <laughs> It's just real bad. Like I, th I think half the people that hunt there got it from your video. Mm. Yeah, my my hunter guides so so as far as my guides go. I'd say. And also, like I didn't really take into account the Western Provinces red area either. I don't know if it was even out before or after Diaries, but yeah. Yeah, I have no clue how old it was. Uh, but I, I mean, I still refer people to it uh, even today, for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully you do make a guide on black chins, because you obviously know a lot more about it than I do. I mean, I'm certainly no expert by any means, but I mean, if you look at 
that. If you do, I'll, I'll refer people to it from my hunter guy, definitely. Oh, awesome, awesome. Is there a video or a pick that shows the correct blockchain spot? Uh, I, I'll be making a video shortly about that sometime within the next two weeks. Look for that to drop. Um, and I mean, I'm definitely open to feedback on it if people don't feel that it's the best thing possible. Uh, yeah, Zoid, I was definitely going to talk to a few people that I think know what they're doing just as well, if not more than me. Um, but that's pretty much going to wrap up this podcast, uh, Hex Podcast number 43. Uh, next podcast is going to be planned for... Oh, fuck, I'm moving that weekend. Um... You know, I don't know. Stay, stay tuned uh, for more announcements on when that's going to be. It'll be maybe August 5th, which is on a Friday. Uh, follow me on Twitter at RandaliciousRS to get updates on what's going to be going on with that. And um, I guess that's going to fucking do it. See you guys next time. Don't forget to host me. Bread sheets. Bye. See y'all.